Hi, welcome to Underneath the Hat Podcast. I'm your host, author, entrepreneur, educator, Cherise Simmons. Um, I know I might sound a little under the weather. I'll explain in a minute. But I'm excited today because today is our final episode of season three, Blessings and Lessons. And so much has <laughs> been going on leading up to today. So much has been going on leading up to today. But like I say, everything happens for a reason. And today is actually April 7th, which is a Wednesday, 2022. And it's a special day. And very interestingly enough, it's the day that I'm filming this episode. Um, and it's the focus of today's episode. So the topic is a wonderful change. And I decided to focus on this topic as the end of this third season on Blessings and Lessons, because this is the one-year anniversary of me having my hysterectomy. So I didn't plan for it to be the final episode or didn't realize that it was the one-year anniversary when I did all of the planning of the season three, but God has a way of making everything work the way it's supposed to. And then to add to what's been going on, I sound a little weird because I've been home the last couple of days after contracting COVID. So in the two years, almost two and a half years that we've been dealing with the pandemic and dealing with this illness, this is the first time that I have contracted it. And so I have been home since Tuesday. I have been blessed in that I haven't had any symptoms. It was really what I thought was a 24-hour bug. I started Monday with a sore throat and a dry cough. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm finally getting a cold, which I don't normally get. I might get a cold every one maybe once a year and it's normally 24 to 36 hours and then it's over. And then Tuesday I woke up and I'm like, something not right. I feel fatigued and drained. So I took an at-home test and it came back positive. And then I said, well, let me go to Walgreens and get a rapid test. And that came back positive too. So I feel much better. I've been doing the old school remedies of NyQuil and Vicks Vapor Rub and drinking cranberry juice and staying hydrated and making myself eat. So I've been blessed in that I haven't had any of the symptoms that other people have experienced and have um, died from. So praise God for that. But it's amazing the things that God will do to make you sit down. amazing the things he would do to make you sit down and get your attention. And so for today to be April 7th, the one year anniversary of my hysterectomy, I would say that is the day that my life changed. Hence the title, A Wonderful Change. 
Um, for those that have read my book, it's that size for a reason. My journey through infertility, which you can find on Amazon. Just type in my name, Cherie Simmons. <coughs> Excuse me. I give my whole life journey of how I became infertile, what led to it. And the book ends prior to me having my hysterectomy. But it all leads up to why I had to actually have one. And to be 38 years old at the time and being told that there's a less than 1% chance that you're going to have biological children does something to you. Especially when you have always wanted to have children. At some point in my life, I was afraid to have children at the beginning of my very first marriage because I did not want to be the parent that I had experienced. So I was afraid to have children. And then being around other people and seeing that there were other ways to parent and that I had all of this love inside of me that I was ready to share. And then to be told that there's an issue and you getting to that point, but they had a solution to the problem. And so being excited about going through with the solution of having the fibroids removed, all for me to then go through a separation and then a divorce and then to meet someone who knew of my struggles biologically and was willing to do whatever it took to have children with me and then to go through three failed cycles of IVF, in vitro fertilization, and then to go through three more surgeries to get fibroids removed because they kept coming back. And then finally to be told that there's no way you can have children biologically. It does something to your psyche, especially at 38 years old. And then to have the surgery and to be hospitalized and people that you thought should have been there with you and supported you and cared for you didn't. It was it was just a lot for me last year going through all that I was going through. And now a year later to be in the place where I am now, um, where I thought that all hope was gone, that I would throw myself into being a god mom and mentor to my girls in my mentoring program and to the adult guy kid child that I have left and sewing and pouring into the students that I teach and work with at my school I was ready to do that. But then God showed me that 
all hope is not lost. And putting me in a relationship with someone who has children already and is looking for someone to, as he said, step up and be their mom. Not be their stepmom, but step up and be their mom. And then who was willing, after finding out that I couldn't give him the son he wanted biologically, was willing to adopt. So this last year, even though it's been hard, and I haven't really had a lot of breakdowns and emotional <laughs> issues with the whole thing, because God has shown me that, and I speak a lot about it in my book, is that size for a reason. Uh, the whole premise of the book, the underlying theme is that we are so focused on giving birth biologically that God allows for us to give birth to things spiritually. And I've been able to birth two books and a mentoring program that's five years old and, and all of these different dreams that I have that haven't even been born yet. So even though biologically I haven't had children, I have been able to birth lots of babies that have gone on to help other people. My mentoring program alone, young ladies at all times, has helped me to mentor and sew into over 50 girls and create relationships with women that I never would have had because of the personality I have of being an introvert. I just wasn't the type of person to reach out to people and have conversations with them. And so being in the forefront of my mentoring program, being at the helm of the program, being the president and the founder and having to go out and recruit girls and build relationships and ask women to come and speak to my girls. I had to step out of my comfort zone and I've created relationships and friendships and connections and that I never would have before if I was busy having children biologically. I never would have had young ladies at all times. Because during the time at which young ladies at all times came, um it was after my divorce, um handled my separation and divorce, given all that had come out about it. And you can read all about that in my other book, Underneath the Hats, on Amazon, too. Um, and that's how the title came, Young Ladies at All Times, because someone told me, you carried yourself like a young, like a lady at all times during that whole ordeal. And they said, I wouldn't have been able to do it. So that's where the name came from. So I never would have formed this mentoring program had I not gone through the divorce and the separation and carried myself as a young lady throughout all of the issues that arose in that relationship. Because if I had conceived biologically when we were trying to conceive, I would have been so bogged down with being all of these children's mama that I never would have left the relationship. And I never would have had to show who I was deep down and display my character in public for all to see in order for someone to make that comment to me 
that they liked and appreciated how I carried myself. I never would have written underneath the hat, which tells the story of my first relationship, my first marriage. I never would have written, is that size for a reason, which talks about not only the size of my uterus, but also the different blessings and things that happen in our lives and why problems that we go through and situations and trials and tribulations that we go through seem so big to us. It's a reason for their size. And so I never would have been able to write my story and ultimately help women who are going through the same things that I have gone through, but with suffering in silence. And because I went through those things and had to deal with those things and was willing to listen to God and record those things and publish those things, I've been able to be an outlet and a voice for women that felt as though they didn't have. So these were my babies. These are my babies. And even though I'm not biologically a mom, I'm an aunt, I'm a teacher, I'm an assistant principal, I'm a friend, I'm a godmother, I'm a mentor. So I have been blessed in that because of this change that happened to my body and my emotional psyche and my mental psyche exactly one year ago today, April 7, 2021, I have had a wonderful change. So that's the blessing in that has directed me that I am able to see the changes that I have been able to make and the growth that I have made and the other births that I have given spiritually, emotionally, and mentally. That's the blessing. And the lesson pretty much goes hand in hand with um, the blessing, realizing that everything is not going to always be the way we expect it to be. I expect it to be somebody's mom, somebody's biological mom. I never expected to potentially be a stepmom. Um, I never expected to be a mentor or an author. Um, a founder, CEO, an entrepreneur, a podcaster. I never expected to be any of these things. And because of my journey through infertility, that has been the vehicle that has allowed all of these things to happen. Infertility was poignant in every aspect of every birth spiritual growth birth that I have given from underneath the hat book that was the issue within the marriage that I was not pregnant, could not get pregnant and had someone who was not willing to go through a different route in order for me to get pregnant. That in itself was a blessing because I can only imagine who I would be right now if God allowed for me to have children with that man. Thank you, God. And then the second book is That Size for a Reason. Going through all that I went through with 
my second husband, having someone who was there, who was willing to go all in to help me to become a mom. And even though it didn't work out, I always love him for going through all that we went through. That's There was a lot of disappointment that I talk about in that book. And during those four years we were married, that was a lot on him. Um, that was a lot on him to, to know that the person that you're with can't give you something that you want, but you're willing to do all that you can to help her get there. And then the disappointment that kept happening over and over and over again from watching me give myself three shots a day, um, watching me wake up in the morning to get blood drawn before I go to work, watching me go and get ultrasounds every other day for a month straight. Um, him having to go through tests to make sure that everything was good on his end, going with me to the egg retrievals and watching me get um, IVs put in and I have weak veins. So it was like a pin cushion moment every time I did it and having that done three times and then watching them wheel me in to a room and 30, 45 minutes later, coming back and seeing the doctor's face tell us, no, we couldn't get the eggs. And then a couple of months go by and we try it again. More shots, more IVs, more blood drawings, more ultrasounds, another egg retrieval and no eggs. And then to do it again, the third time, that's a lot on the man. And what people don't tell you is, Going through IVF, your body goes through things because you're injecting hormones, extra hormones into yourself. And so there were moments where I didn't want to be physical with him because of the medicine. I was moody because of the medicine. That's a lot. And so I have told him this before, but I'll say it again. I really appreciate him and thank him for going on that journey with me because a lot of men would not have done but he was there and he supported me as best as he could. And I appreciate him for that. I really do. Um, but it just wasn't in the cards. And even when I found out I had to have a hysterectomy, it was in the middle of our separation and he was there. He, he checked on me and, and during that time I couldn't, could I have incidents? I'm trying to think. Did he come to the hospital? Yeah, he came to the hospital. I was able to have a visitor. He came and, and, and sat with me at the hospital. And when he couldn't sit with me, he FaceTimed me. And he made sure I made it home safely. And he he was there for me. And I appreciate that, Vince. I do. Um, so this past year has been a lot. But the blessing and the lesson is, is that I understand now that everything is not going to come packaged the way that you expect it to. And some of the things that we don't consider blessings and lessons actually are. And so being able to see that and acknowledge it and appreciate it. So I would definitely say for this last episode of season three of underneath the head podcast, Blessings and lessons that a wonderful change has definitely come over me because now 
I have a different perspective, a different mindset on what blessings and lessons can look like. And it was all because of my journey through infertility. So what the devil meant for evil, God used it for good. So again, I am so excited for the opportunity to be able to have shared 18 episodes. I think this is the 18th episode. Wait, let me check. I think it's 18. One, two, three. Oh, this is 19. 19 episodes of Underneath the Head podcast. Blessings and lessons. I want to thank you all so much for riding with me, supporting me, watching, sharing. Um, I really do appreciate it. Um, I am glad that God is using me as a vessel to share my story and bring other people on who have shared theirs. I want to thank my guests that I've had this season, my friend Melinda Young, um, Dr. Taylor, my mentor, and uh, Miranda Chanel. I, I just want to thank you three ladies for coming on and sharing your stories and allowing God to speak through you so that you can help others. Um, I want to thank you all so much for listening and joining in and subscribing and liking. And if you haven't, go ahead and do that. I'm going to, I've decided that while I'm reflecting and and listening to God over these next couple of months for season four, uh, I'm going to replay all of the past episodes so I can get out there to a new audience. And so people can hear all about me from the very beginning and all about my guests from seasons one, two, and three. But if you have time, go ahead and check out those past episodes on the Underneath the Head podcast uh, YouTube page. Don't forget to check out and find my books on Amazon, Underneath the Hat, and it's that size for a reason. I know everyone's getting ready for their spring break or you're getting ready for summer break, so these are some good, easy reads. Also, don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast. You can also, or the YouTube page, you can also find us on all podcast platforms, Anchor, Overcast, Spotify, Apple, Google, Breaker, all of those. And don't forget to please share. Share this video. Have a conversation about it. Because all of the topics that we've been able to discuss have been things that we all go through. We've all experienced. And so we'll be great conversation pieces for you to share with other people who may not know your story. To share with them the blessings and the lessons that you've experienced. And so again, I want to thank you all so much for riding with me for 19 episodes of season three. Blessings and lessons. I appreciate you so much. I love you so much. I pray for you that everything that you want and desire, that God provides it for you. And like I always say, remember to take care of yourself underneath the hat. I will see you next time for season four. I love you. Take care.